has a look. It looks like joy. It looks like pain. It looks like sunshine after many seasons of rain. It looks like rain after a season of drought. It looks like addressing those fears and overcoming doubts. Healing is a necessity for your soul. If you want to grow to your fullest potential, healing has to be the goal. You are now listening to Healing the Soul. Enjoy the journey and let's heal. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Healing the Soul podcast. It's your host, Save With Sauce. And, <laughs> oh man, I honestly don't even know where to begin today. <laughs> because it's so interesting how God will sometimes challenge us to speak from a place of the very thing that we are experiencing in the moment. Right. Um, And let me just give language to that. So last week I was speaking about everybody has a story to tell and how every single person's story matters and no part of your story is wasted. Right. And I was speaking about how every single part of our story is significant, even the uncomfortability, just like the discomfort that may come along with the process even things that we don't want to speak about, all of those wonderful things, right? And now fast forward to this week, um, as I was preparing or even thinking about preparing for this week, this week's episode, um, I was praying and I asked God, I'm just like, God, what do you, what, what do you want me to talk about for this next episode? Um, And while, you know, I have a number of topics that I love to cover, a number of topics that I know I'm going to cover, I still like to be mindful and just like ask God, like, where are you leading me? Right? Because I think that that's important for me. So I'm driving in my car and I'm just like, all right, God, like, what do you want me to talk about um, on this next episode? And I heard the Holy Spirit say, expectations and I'm like (laughs) I'm not going to lie I'm gonna be very honest I was like triggered because I'm like expectations I feel like I'm in that space like I'm currently in that space where you know um, I've set some expectations and I'm waiting to see those expectations be met like I've set some expectations I've put some things before God and I'm waiting for those things to come into fruition so for me to talk about expectations while I'm like literally living it out right now I was just like whoa (laughs) like God you gonna challenge me to talk about the very thing or the very space that I'm in currently okay so I was like okay what about expectations And the Holy Spirit was like, the pros and cons of it. And I said, okay. So when I came home and I just really began to think and and explore that, right, um, I thought about the fact that expectations really has pros and cons. And when you ask the average person, 
about expectations, I feel like anybody would probably say like, yeah, you're supposed to have expectations. You're supposed to set expectations. You're supposed to put these things in place because one, it holds you, you hold yourself to a standard. You hold people to a standard. And for as for me, um, I, I feel like for me, when I set expectations before God, when I'm expecting something, it's like I'm holding, not that I'm holding God to a standard, but I'm holding God to a standard because now I'm expecting you to perform. I'm by faith. I'm expecting you to show up. I'm expecting you to like move on my behalf. And not that he doesn't, he doesn't have to cause he's God, but it's just, I'm expecting something as, as a daughter, Right. And so I was thinking about the fact that when people speak about expectations, you would look at it from just a complete positive lens or I'm like, that's just my assumption that a person will look at it from a positive lens that, hey, we're supposed to set expectations because if not, then where's the standard? What standard do we hold ourselves at and what standard do we hold others at if we don't have any expectations? So I thought about the fact that it really is a good thing, but anything that can be a good thing also has, it also has some cons to it, right? Anything that has pros to it, I think um, eight out of 10 times, it can have cons to it as well. And so I started to think about that. I'm like, okay, I understand the joys that come along with when we have expectations and for people in our lives or just for things in our lives, I understand that because for one, it keeps us, it keeps us reaching. It keeps us like, Hey, look, I put this in place and I'm striving and whatever I do, I'm striving to achieve that because this is the expectation that I have for myself. And then when it comes down to people, when we set expectations for people, it's like, hey, I put these expectations in place because for whatever reason, when we put expectations in place for people, depending on what the relationship is, it's like, hey, you see this person as this or you value this person, right? So you have some expectations that you're looking for that person to fulfill or to perform. So... That's some of the joys of expectations. But then I started to think about some of the cons or what would be considered the cons of expectations. And you know what saying came to my mind? And I don't know if you all heard this saying before, but I know I've heard this saying a numerous amount of times that expectations lead to disappointment. And I... I really was thinking about that for a moment because I'm just like, mm, is that really the narrative that come that that comes along with expectations that it leads to disappointment? And I thought about it for a little while and I'm just like, you know what the reality is? There are moments sometimes when we expect and the outcome isn't what we desired it isn't what we were looking for or sometimes the outcome is we're, we're let down right but just because that like just because it's the outcome for that situation I don't think that 
ultimately as a result we shouldn't expect because there are moments that when we expect and things don't turn out how we desire we're disappointed all expectations don't lead to disappointment There are moments sometimes when we expect things to go a certain way, we expect things to pan out a certain way and things don't go according to how we plan. But that doesn't mean that ultimately we should not expect because the outcome will be disappointment. It's almost like because there were some experiences that led to disappointment because the outcome wasn't what you desired, then overall, you just stop hoping or you just stop believing. Hear me, right? Real quick. Let me give this example. So I'm married, right? So there's some expectations that I have for my husband to fulfill. I expect him to do certain things and to fulfill certain like to carry certain things out because of his role to me and vice versa I'm I know that there are some things that he some expectations that he has for me and for just my role and and who I am to him right but maturity says there will be moments where both of us will not be able to um where where the expectation that's set won't be able to be met and i'm gonna give an example just this little example let's say the expectation is for dinner to be done at eight o'clock but there's other things that came up and there's other things that needed to be tend to so dinner is not done until 8 30. There's an expectation for this to take place and for us to be sitting down at the table eating dinner at this time, but other things came up. And so the expectation is not met. (laughs) This is real life. (laughs) No, but seriously, um, maturity is learning to navigate through those, like, learning to navigate right when expectations are not met how to approach that how to readjust how to process and how to keep on going the thing is we think that because sometimes expectations are not met or sometimes when we set expectations and they're not fulfilled and this is in every aspect this could be in friendships this could be in relationships this can be in our relationship with God we think that when those things are when those expectations are not met that at that point it's just okay we just we don't expect or we don't believe or we just we know we we feel like well the outcome would be disappointment so i'm not going to expect but i'd like to say let's change the narrative when it comes down to expectations because to be honest expectations don't it don't just lead to disappointment <laughs> that can't be that can't be the mentality 
that expectations leads to disappointment. Expectations leads to growth. Expectations lead to development. Expectations lead to stretching your faith. Yeah. Expectations lead to you being challenged and you growing in the very area that you're being challenged in. I'm going to talk about this from a few different angles. One of the reasons why I say it leads to growth is, and and when I say a few different angles, I'm not even just talking about in our day-to-day relationships or in, you know, friendships or even in marriage, but I'm even talking about just in relationship with God. But one of the reasons why I say it leads to growth is because, look, if you have an expectation, right, and that uh, that expectation, and now this is in relationship with others, and that expectation is not met, there's an opportunity for growth. There's an opportunity for communication to happen. There's an opportunity to have a deep conversation. There's an opportunity to kind of see how you can see how you can um, approach that situation. See what the remedy needs to be in order for expectations to now be met, right? And another reason how um, expectation can cause a person to grow is, let's say you have something that you are looking forward to turning out a certain way. Let's say that you're planning something or you're planning an event. It could be anything like, or let's say that you have some kind of something that you're pursuing, right? And you have all of these expectations that you've set and things don't go according to how you plan. Well, it leads to growth because all the response can be, hey, well, let me readjust. What do I need to do differently? How do I tackle this again? How do I strategize? What can I do to make this better? Or what can I do to grow what I'm doing? What can I do to help um, the event that I'm planning be successful where the turnout that I was expecting this time didn't happen? So in so many different capacities, instead of seeing expectations as the root of disappointment, you can see expectations as the opportunity to grow. When they're not met, it's the opportunity to grow. One of the reasons why I set expectations stretches our faith is because, look, we're human, right? And we have expectations. And if we can be very honest, there are times where things are not going to go according to how we plan. And that is just a part of our process. That's a part of being human. That is a part of the everyday life. Things are not going to go according to our plans all the time. But that doesn't mean that we stop expecting. That just means that, hey, look, there's a stretch happening in our faith. Things are not happening. And so it's just like, I can't really rely on my expectations, but I have to rely on God. And even when the expectation is you're expecting something from God or you're expecting God to do something and things don't even go according to how you plan. Take rest and the fact that there are times that we expect some things, right? And we want things to go according to how we plan, but God is working behind the scenes and we really don't even know it. We really don't even know it. 
Y'all know I always have a Bible story to share. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, this story in particular had came to my mind. Like this story got really laid it on my heart because I feel like this story really shows how there are times that we're expecting things and God is working behind the scenes and we don't even know it. And there are times where we can get to the point of discouragement because because of our expectations and because we fully don't even understand or we fully don't know everything that God has in store or everything that God is up to. And sometimes that sense of not knowing That sense of not knowing the end result, that sense of not knowing even the process, the end, the middle, right, can lead us to a place of discouragement because we don't see, we don't see the outcome. But here's the thing, God is working behind the scenes and we don't even see that neither. (laughs) We don't see that neither, but because we don't know the full plan, because we don't know the full plan of God at least to the place of discouragement. So let me share this quick story, right? In 1 Kings chapter 19, Elijah, who was a man of God, this was a man of God, he was a prophet. He was, prior to this moment in 1 Kings 19, he was going hard for God. I'm talking about like really going hard for the things of God. And now Here in chapter 19, he gets to a point where he is completely discouraged. He's discouraged because, for one, they they were trying to kill him. And then two, not only that, but he also felt like he was the only one that was left of his kind. Like he was the only one that was left that was a true prophet of God. So he comes to this point. He's this low place, this place of discouragement, right? And the Bible says that he sat under a tree and was like, look, I'm no better than anybody that came before me. Like, just take my life, right? So this screams suicide. This screams like discouragement. This screams all of that. Now, here's the first act of the unexpected. An angel taps him on the shoulder and told him, look, get up for the journey ahead of you is great. That's the first thing of discouragement because when he's at his lowest point, it's like in this this low moment, this real vulnerable place. Here's an angel like, look, the the angel the the journey ahead of you is far too great. Get up and eat something. And so this is the first act of God moving in the unexpected, right? Now, and and God not even not only just God moving in the unexpected, but God working behind the scenes because it's just like you ready to throw in a towel, but you didn't even know that God was going to send an angel to tell you like, look, you got to keep pushing ahead. And that's really the same concept for us. Like there are moments where it's like we ready to just like throw in a towel on something or we're ready to just be like, oh man, like, you know. God hasn't answered this or we're ready sometimes to throw in the towel on people and God got to kind of give us that reassurance like look I'm with you look I got you or look give this person another chance or look don't quit on this idea and so there are moments where we we need that um and we see that in this story that that happened for Elijah and so he continues on his journey and he gets to a cave right 
And God was like, Elijah, what are you doing here? Like not even just in this physical space, but even your in your thoughts and your emotions, this thought process, this mentality that you have. Like, what are you doing here in this place? Right. And um, and I'm really just giving some language to what was happening in the story, but you could go back and read it yourself. But I'm really just giving language to um, the story and I'm paraphrasing also. But um, I really want you guys to just understand what was happening in the text. So God is like, what are you doing here? And Elijah starts going hard. Like, look, I done did this. I done told, tore down these false altars. I done did all of these things. And look, like I'm the only one that's left of this kind. And now they're trying to kill me too. And God said to him, look, go out. Um, For the presence of God is about to pass by. Like I'm about to, I'm about to pass by. I'm about to show up. Right. And this was so interesting to me. The scripture says that. There was an earthquake and the Lord wasn't in that. There was a strong wind that passed by and the Lord wasn't in that. There was a fire and the Lord wasn't in that. And after the fire, it was a gentle whisper, a gentle whisper. And that was the defining moment. The Lord was in that. And I am a person, I think the Bible is very strategic, right? And I don't think that there was, I don't think that all of those examples or all of those moments that were mentioned where he wasn't in the wind, he wasn't in the earthquake, he wasn't in the fire, but he was in the gentle whisper. I don't think that all of those moments um, were mentioned for no reason. Because when you think about encountering God, right? You would think that, all right, like these strong, this strong wind came and this shattering mountains, like maybe God is in this. All right, like um, this, this fire came like this is like maybe God is in this. And it's just like there's an expectation. You're looking for God to show up in this capacity. You're looking for him to do in this capacity. You're looking for him to manifest himself in this way. And it's like, but it was in a gentle whisper, a way that you didn't even expect it. And what am I saying? I'm saying that sometimes we have these expectations and we set expectations and we we want God to do this. We want God to show up in this way. We want God to move in this way. And when God don't move or when he don't show up how we expect it, it leads to disappointment. We we end up disappointed or we end up feeling some kind of way. We end up not trusting. We end up losing hope. And it's just like, but God moves in unexpected ways and you got to be open to that. So when things, when, when you're looking for God to show up in a certain way, when you're looking for God to answer a certain prayer, when you're looking for God to hear your, your requests, just because he doesn't do what you want or or answer how you expect. It doesn't mean that he isn't showing up. It doesn't mean that. No, it just means, look, God moves in unexpected ways. And we cannot confine God to our expectations. We can't confine him just to this box of like, Man, I'm I'm <laughs> I wish I can show you guys this, but like it's almost like picture your expectations inside of a box. 
God is so big. He's so vast, right? That we cannot confine him to this box to just meet the expectations that's in this box. No. He's so much more bigger than that. And here's the reason why I say there's times that he's working behind the scenes and we don't even know. Later on in the story, what God ended up saying to Elijah is, look, first of all, I need you to go back from where you came and I need you to basically anoint your successors. <laughs> but not even just that, right? God told him that there were 7,000 other true prophets who did not bow to a false prophet didn't bow to a false god so where am I going with all of this Elijah was initially discouraged and like basically ready to just like throw in the towel because he felt like he was the only one that was left and um he felt like basically like he was the only one that was left and God is like look you don't even know you I need you to go back to this place because for one I need you to anoint your successor like I need somebody else that's going to continue to to carry out the assignment that's one but then also there is 7,000 you didn't even know I had hidden I had in the background 7,000 prophets who were also true who who hasn't bowed to anything false so what I'm saying is sometimes we get discouraged while in the midst of the process when things don't go how we plan or when we are expecting something and our expectations are not met, but behind the scenes, God is doing the work. Basically, what I'm getting at is there are pros to expectations and there are some challenges that come with expectations. But when you get into a place where, you, where you're where you walking out the challenges that come with expectations and that's all of the feelings that comes with expectations not being met, that is all of the feelings that come along with waiting for expectations to come into fruition and they haven't. All of those different things, when you get into that space, Understand that there are time periods where God is working behind the scenes. And just because we can't see it with our natural eyes, it doesn't mean that he's not working. Because here Elijah was out here thinking that he was just the last one left. And there wasn't one. There wasn't two. There wasn't five others. There were 7,000 others that God had hidden. God was working behind the scenes. So... If there's anything that I can stress to you today is when you are navigating through the unexpected moments where where you or not even when you're navigating through the unexpected moments, when you're navigating through those moments where you are expecting and things don't go according to how you expect it, trust God even in the unexpected because he's working behind the scenes. And um, I know this is the last Wednesday of the month. We're approaching a new month. The month is, whew, 
These days are going by fast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I was younger in grade school, it did not feel like time used to go by this fast. I promise you. Um, but we are coming into a new month, right? April is at the end of this week, pretty much. And whatever expectations you have that has not been met so far, whatever expectations you've set for this year that hasn't been met, put God to the test. Um, and don't stop expecting don't allow anything that you're currently facing to stop you from trusting or hoping or believing or expecting. And if you have some expectations that has not yet been met, then trust God to work behind the scenes for you. Yeah. <laughs> trust God to work behind the scenes for you because there's times that God can do some work that we really don't even have the capacity to do ourselves. And that's really just the truth. Like, I'm sure Elijah could not have hidden 7,000 prophets. <laughs> he just couldn't. Because where he was going to hide them, he didn't have the capacity. But God knew what was up. And he had the capacity. So I'm saying that to say, man, there are times that it's some things that's really far beyond our control. And we really just don't have the capacity to just kind of take things into our own control. But put God to the test and know that there's moments where even we don't, when we don't see him working, he's working. He's working behind the scenes and you just gotta, you just gotta trust that. So I'm done for today. But of course, um, I have some questions for you to consider. So. What are some things that you are expecting God to do in this next month? We are approaching a new month. And um, what are some things you're looking forward to? What are some things you're expecting God to do in this upcoming month? And then another question that I have for you is if there are some expectations that you've had and they haven't been met, what are they? Think about that. Revisit them. You've had some questions, you started, you may have came into this year or this month with some things that you were looking to be fulfilled and they weren't. What are they? And then the last thing is, will you put God to the test? Will you put him to the test that those things that you were believing for, those things that you were expecting, um... Will you believe him to work it out? Or do you trust that he's working behind the scenes? And then the last question that I have to consider is, what's some expectations you have for those around you? Because sometimes we expect people in our lives to live up to the expectations that we have for them. But what's some questions, what's some expectations you have for the people that's around you? And now are you reciprocating those same expectations that you have for others? <laughs> that's an interesting one. Are you are you reciprocating the same expectations you have for the people in your life? Are you reciprocating those same expectations? Like, are you meeting? Are you fulfilling those same expectations?
So those are my questions to consider. And I'll leave you guys with that until next week. Until we reconvene again. (laughs) Um, You guys can continue to stay tuned. Continue to stay in the loop with Healing the Soul Podcast. You guys can follow me on Instagram at SafeWithSauce. You can reach out to me via message, via comment, um, on any of the videos that I share in regards to the podcast. You can connect with me on any way you please. Um, but I'm looking forward to us continuing the journey together because this, this is a family. We're a movement. We're a family. And this is a community. So that's what I have for today. Um, and as I always say, let's journey together. Let's thrive and let's heal.